it's a long and arduous ride up the Red Tower, the Tower of 100 Wars. If your group of ramshackle ruffians has anything to say about it, it will no longer be called by that name by the end of this day. It will be something else. Its last king, its last conqueror, its last war will be ended. You find yourself in good company, good people of Yaddle, Borda at your right flank, a strong woman, born in the fields, works in the fields, family, salt of the earth, really, and the heavy wrought iron pitchfork that she carries with her into this battle gives weight to that, speaks to that. Norris, an ambitious mage, sought magic to be good for the people of Yaddle, his heart pure, his hands crackling with a white energy just behind you. Your moon elf, Ezek, who's come to help you change the world for the better. It was his purpose, but it was also his choice. He stands at your left flank. And then there's the four of you. You're here to kill the king. The tower, the walls, the elevator, everything about this architecture is oppressive. It's dark. It's black. For Gwydion, it reminds him of something dark, something spoken in the underbreath, something secret, something really evil. For Herbert, it reminds him of the prisons, the jails he's made his way in and out of. To him, it's a prison for this country and its freedom. It's many other things. It is a shell of the fascism, the thing he's fought so hard for, the thing he's poured his laborer's effort into over these many, many long years on his journeys. It's the same thing that took his father away in some ways, it took other people away. He's going to destroy it. For E, it's a misguided thing, this shell. E wants to build a better world. It's what his parents tried to do. It's what his uncle was trying to do. But you can see now, E, as you climb your way up top, pushed by this machine, that it came out all wrong. It's up to you to fix it. For Echo, it's a dark future. Her past has never been something to look fondly back at. She's a fighter, a survivor. She'll get through this too. She can get through anything. And on the other side of this, some kind of light. You can almost see it. Like the fire at your hand, ready. There's some kind of light. You can peel away the black and you can see it on the horizon. And the dark mirror of visage forms and you see this figure. Though the elevator is moving ever upward, she stands still as if she is part of the machine. She maybe stands about three feet away from you. You can almost feel her strange, unsteady breath as she studies you, climbing up towards her, closer to her. It's Kokiri, the mother of this king, a spirit. He is, after all, a half-spirit blood. You can see that in his size, at his might, and his power. And the way that people bow to him, despite knowing that what he says, what he does, is wrong. Despite not wanting to fly under his banner, they do bow to him. They bow under his might. 
Kokiri watches you and she doesn't say anything. She just looks out of the black mirror at the seven of you. Hmm. What's she look like? The figure is like a black silhouette, like a dancer before the lights come up. She's got long hair, you think, maybe tentacles or maybe spikes. Oh, great. That kind of protrude down into a cloak around her, her form. She's elegant but strong. Her face is unseen, angular in the dark. It is like a tower. It's a helmet, you think, that climbs upwards, ever upwards and away from your vision. This is black, jagged mass of metal that's connected to a long neck. I mean, this feels great. This feels good. This feels great. Yeah. So do we want to break this mirror? What do we want to do? I mean, I think we should prepare as much as we can. Do we for... want to say something to her? I mean, can we see her face in this mirror? You can see her in the mirror. Her face is guarded by this strange... And she's looking at us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what to say. I'm just wondering if you guys have anything you'd like to say to her. I mean, this show is a bad day to be at the top of this tower, I suppose. Though you can't see her lips, if she has any, you feel the smile, the grin. It's a egotistical grin. Cool. Your voice. Your destruction of these forces are just one of my son's few failures. It will be etched on his sword once conquered, just like the other two failures in his life. His missteps are rare, but he always overcomes them. He is a real conqueror, not like you lot and your peasant clothes and your stolen armor. You can see the the shift and hear it of metal grinding against her neck as she turns to you, Herbert. What do you think this is? Do you think you're doing something noble? Herbert grins. I think that this is just your just comeuppance. Herbert smashes the mirror. Her visage screams out as the mirror shatters under your bloody knuckles, falls wayward to the ground. The elevator keeps going up. Oh, that's good, because I wasn't sure if that was going to stop the elevator. (laughs) <laughs> that would have sucked. Nora says, I think we're okay. Yeah. <sighs> okay is a very strange word to use right now. <laughs> he wipes a thick layer of sweat off of his brow. Cool. So, uh... <laughs> hmm. Raising shields and, uh... Good thing I'm wearing my adult diapers. Oh my fucking god. Echo's still got her claw up. That's right. Need I remind you, because me and Justin were talking about this, that that adds a D6 to your shit. Mm-hmm. Were you aware of oh, that? Oh shit, that's right, it does. I think you fought me on it at one point, but we upgraded everything in the book to be D6 that was D4. So okay, was Zach hates D4. I do. Fuck D4. Honestly, like, if you're using a D4, like, stop doing that. Melt mm-hmm. it down into something useful. Like, those round D4s are pretty cool. Yeah, the Justin's D12 D4s are great. Yeah, I like those. I've got, that's the one I use when I'm rolling D4. You actually gave me that one, Zach. Mm-hmm. Well, you're fucking welcome. And now I'm going to take it away still, from you. No, I still use it. <laughs> I mean, you're going to... I don't have kill. anything I can use it with, but I'm going to use it You regardless. can literally hear the difference between rolling the... Well, because one rolls and yeah. one doesn't. 
And then like an actual D4, a pyramid one, just goes like, tink. Ugh, disgusting. Horrible. The black elevator comes to a halt. It grinds into place, and its shutters open to reveal a luxurious room. There's four columns, two and two, that separate you and a raised dais, a garish thing with a black wrought iron throne atop of it. It seems like it's been broken or hurt at some point. It kind of sits at an angle. To the left and right, you see these big vats, more like troughs of that same molten metal with little trickles of the the molten metal leaking out of small cylinders in the wall. Hanging from the ceiling are a multitude of chains. On the chains are hooks. Some of these hooks hold weapons, battle axes, swords, shields, instruments of war, some that you're not quite able to recognize, some that are strange and advanced, some that are so old that they've been forgotten. On other hooks are those soldiers, those ones who would not fight that Alamander has turned into automatons of flesh and metal. There's probably about 14 of them. The whole room is littered with stained goblets, human filth, chunks of blood, bits of iron and slag, bars of gold and treasures, conquest of war, and the droppings and refuse of uh, oversized, overpowered man-child. Laying in the throne, also quite garishly, is this figure. Stands at about nine foot one, you would wager if it were to stand up. But it's currently sort of laying half sitting in this throne at an angle where the throne is stooped. One leg protruding long and outward. The whole form is slouched and covered in bands of red and black metal. It wears a crown that kind of protrudes outwards like a spiked collar and then also goes upwards with its own um, tines. 18 of them, you see, spikes of jagged red. The whole figure shines in a torrent of harsh candlelight. You can see the candles, some floating, others tucked into nooks and crannies and torn out bricks. Past him is a single barred window at the back of the throne, and high up above is a curved sort of angular ceiling where each plate of stone that forms this sort of dodecahedronal ceiling is layered in thick black mirrors. Kokiri's visage is stretched between them, separated in some parts, sometimes cloned in others. She moves around like a figure in the dark in the mirrors above. The Mm. king, King Alamander, has grown a disheveled and gross long black beard. The most elegant thing about him is his hair, which cascades like a straight waterfall of chrome black, rolling off his shoulders and down to his waist. You do see, on a pedestal, kind of embedded halfway up the wall, about 30 feet to your left, is, in a small glass case, a pretty ordinary-looking soft metal gray hilt of a sword with the start of a blade that's been shattered. King Alamander is drinking out of a large wooden goblet. 
he's sort of spilling a frothy brown liquid out of it. You see his white, perfect teeth grin at you as you enter the room. I request something real quick. Um, so I've drawn a map for us because I don't want us to get fucked over because we don't know where the literal fuck we are. Right. Um, so can you take a look at this and see if this is pretty much accurate? Totally. Uh, yep. That's beautiful, Madeline. It is not beautiful. Um, I cannot wait until I have a projector screen above me in the new house. Um, okay, so here's the map for everybody, okay. just in case. Um, so we're right here at the elevator. There's hooks all around. These are the metal vats. These are the columns. Um, this is the throne. This is the barred window. And that's where the sword is. Awesome. Cool. Also, I wrote down all of that at the same time. I was made to be a scribe. Apparently. All right. I guess I'll start this off. Um, Herbert just starts walking forward into the room. And reaches into his vest. And when he reaches, I'd say, about how long across the room is this? Or uh, how wide is this room? The How long is this room? The room is about 100 feet long. The throne is in the center. So you're 50 feet away from him. Okay. All right. So when he's about, I'd say... 20 feet away, give or take, he's, he's going to stop. And as he walks up, he's reaching into his vest and pulls out that wanted poster with his face. Mm. And when he reaches the point, he stands in front of the throne and looks up to him, opens up the scroll. I believe you sent for me. He, uh, he laughs. He laughs to himself. You see a trail of spittle. It's like hard beer from one lip to the other as he, he opens his massive mouth and guffaws at you. You've got quite the sense of humor for someone who will soon be dead. <laughs> uh, I, I, I must admit, I, I did not expect such joyous company. I expected, you know, a, a simple a duel um, to your death, of course, than to wash my hands of the, the mess you've caused me the, the rebellions in the south that were a result of your influence the the uprisings in sunbeam i've heard of it uh, people preparing to siege my tower thank you for this little spark of joy before chore time for me i, I greatly appreciate it mr carver he drinks from the goblet it is great such bravado such confidence from a man who is summoned his own judgment. Mm. And know that that's what I bring to you today, is your justice mm. for the heresy that you spread across this land. Mm. I'm not here to mince words. Mm. I am here to spill your blood. He strokes his beard. Mm. Mm. It is you. It is you. That comes to do this thing. I see no God. I see no Orphos here. I see only you, a man with some notion that what I am doing is wrong. So, yes, it is you who comes. But I did not expect you, Emerald. I did not expect you to, to so boldly yourself approach me in a, a an attempt to do violence, to do harm to a... Uh, a person you know means only good for this land. I am very surprised and disappointed. 
it will be a great tragedy to me to deliver your body to your mother. It's sad. That is pretty sad. Yeah. He stands up, all nine foot one of him, kind of drops the goblet. And he brings out from the sheath at his side a massive sword, something that no person, no folk should be carrying, something that could cut a horse in half. Cool. All right, everybody, roll initiative. <clears throat> okay, um, so I would like to say I've already placed everybody on the map here. Um, Herbert yeah. is forward because he walked forward. You are so, right. <laughs> just, I, I don't want anybody to get fucked over because I don't know where they are. So I am going to use my once a day ability. What's your once a day ability? War drums. Oh, right. Yes. Well, it's not called that anymore. Not like, uh, but yeah. That means we roll so, an advantage, right? Uh, For an issue. I, 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 I think I roll a disadvantage. I, I think that they roll a disadvantage. That's good right. because he got a natural 15, so that's a very good thing. Let me double check. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so we don't get to roll with advantage, they get uh, they roll with disadvantage. So, yeah. As soon as like he pulls his sword, oh, Herbert yeah. says, You may not see them. You may not see him. But no that I am here on behalf of also Orphos's rage. And then the starts echoing throughout. 17. Ooh! Nice. Okay. Echo? 12. What's your agility? My agility is 11. (laughs) 7. Can you roll with me again? Because I rolled a 7. Whoop! What? Seven again. Eight. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Um, Gwydion. Uh, 16. Ooh. Right behind Herbert. What are we looking at for E? And a 10. Okay. Okay. E. Herbert, it's your turn. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Good. I think that wordlessly it just Herbert reaches up. His hand towards the uh, the ceiling and the sky, and you see it like glow. And the first thing I'm gonna do is cast Aura of Life. Ugh. What is this? <laughs> well, um, awesome. It's gonna cost me four mono, but for for another minute, uh, anytime anybody takes damage, they're gonna automatically regain one d six health as nice. a reaction. Yo. So that's um. One minute in combat is six rounds. Six rounds. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Great All start. Right. And let's see. Uh, let's test your metal. Herbert spits at the ground. Just eyes this gargantuan fool. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast nauseate on him. Big dumb okay. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure hey. nauseate won't cut. I mean... Nauseates just he's already nauseated. So, so it's he's a, gonna be it's fucked. A, it's a might check. <laughs> okay. Right. Which he's probably pretty strong, but hmm. fifteen. Fifteen, that's gonna make it. So he is just he is sapped. His next uh, ability check is a disadvantage. Okay. He's not stunned, but he's sta- sapped. He cool. is uh he is uh you can see him waver under this effect. 
looks down at you. You're just a puny creature to him. You're nothing and tiny. Mm-hmm. He says, I've been through just as many wars as you have, Carver. Your little tricks won't affect me. Let's see you swing that sword. And Herbert moves another ten feet towards him. Oh, bold! Okay. It's Gwydion. Okay. How far away am I from Herbert? I think I've moved 30 feet into the room. Yes. I have 30 feet of movement, right? You do. Okay. I'm going to get right behind Herbert. Yeah, Gwydion comes up right behind Herbert. Puts his hand on Herbert's shoulder. You can feel him vibrating. Hell yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I think Gwydion's hands are shaking a little, like trembling. He puts him on his shoulder and he just says, Where are the letters on the stone? The vows of obligation carved long ago. They're here now. And then he casts um, Holy Armor on you. It's so fucking sick. And then he's going to do... Hell yeah. 10, 12 extra points of like artificial buffer health. To nice. And then this light kind of radiates off of your chest. Yeah, and then Gwydion just says, I come upon the green altar and offer up my name, all of our names, today. Justice for our family. Gwydion starts kind of whipping his hands up and he's going to call up, turn the tide. So, yeah, it's going to be that defensive buff zone, buffer zone, the 50-foot radius around myself and anybody near me of wind and light anytime. Yeah, 1d4 health as a reaction whenever they take damage. Oh, shit. And any ranged attack rolls are made with disadvantage. Okay, that's huge because you're getting... D6 and a D4 every time one of us takes damage. Yeah. yeah. The next yeah. minute? Yeah. yeah. I big brain wow. hard. So the next Fuck Until yeah. I'm Six unconscious. Rounds. That's Oh, that's badass. So um, I have to yeah. be knocked out. Okay. 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 So, and Gwydion just holds his ground there, brings his hand off Herbert, and just kind of is behind you. The wind and light flow out of your mouth and push Alamander, he's he's leaning his full force at an angle against it as he's raising his hand to to kind of like hold fast against this. Um, he sees what's happening and he you see him start to shake and he reaches up one gauntleted hand, a massive fist, and you can see the the swords and the axes on the hooks like start to push towards you almost like they're magnetized, and then you see them start to fly off this storm of metal. Um, mm-hmm. Is going to head towards Gwydion and Herbert. I guess this is not a range attack, so that's not going to help you yet. But oh, shit, I didn't state that my shield is up when we were in the elevator. Fuck. Fuck. All right. None of us did anything. Oh, in the elevator. Yeah. No. Um, Gwydion, Herbert, can you roll agility checks, please? Yeah. Now I know you're trying to get close <clears throat> to Alamander, Her- Herbert. Yeah. So I, you know, hopefully I didn't push him where you can't get to him, but you can always leave the zone. Okay, I rolled an 11. 18. Okay. Gwydion, you're able to sidestep these blades. Herbert is not. A few of them come haphazard, pinning at your legs, stabbing at you. You're going to take 10 points of damage. All right. And then I guess also roll a d6 and a d4 to heal and possibly erase all that damage. Let me go ahead and roll that before I mark down. So I took 10 total. So I'm going to roll the d6. 12 total artificial health. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and roll my D6, and you'll need to roll D4. Yeah, one. This mm-hmm. is awesome. I'm oh, also keeping can... track of the rounds that you guys have this up. It's each for six rounds. You can roll the D4 if you want to, Herbert. Okay. Okay. What'd yeah. you get? Three. Three? So that's a 
I only take five damage. Hell yeah. Okay, very That's, cool. That halves it. That's a big deal. Oh yeah. Next, he's going to take his other hand with a sword and just try to swipe at you guys twice. Good. Okay. How does your guard work, Gwydion? Can you raise your shield? As an action. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I meant to fucking say it in the elevator, but I didn't, so it's not up right now. Two strikes. He's doing the first one at disadvantage, though, right? No way, that's ability no. checks. Okay, no, he's taking a ability check. I mean, Let me know how that first one goes. The The first one is going to be a 10. Okay, so that's going to be a miss. Are you attacking Herbert? Um, yes. Okay. All right, so that's a miss. Well, I guess he's attacking both Herbert and Gwydion because... Big old weapon. Of his weapon, yeah. These, these attacks can hurt anybody who's in the same square. Okay, now, now go ahead and roll a will check at disadvantage. Okay. That's going to be a big seven on my Okay, head. he's blind. <laughs> okay. He lets out this guttural roar <laughs> as the light from your vestments blast him in his eyes. He is now blinded. Yeah. Kneel before your judgment. Sick. Just so, so sick. So good, Justin. On fucking fire. I'll be making my other attack at disadvantage. Yes, you will. Until the end of the day. (laughs) Disadvantage, that's going to be a 12. Does that hit either of you? Nope. No. no. Not Mm. a fucking chance. His sword, his sword, it swings above your heads. It does nothing. G-squad. (laughs) G-squad. A silent, quiet fist bump in the dark hall. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> got one more action here. Do I need sight on you to do what I want to do? Let's find out real fast. Oh, don't bother looking. You definitely don't. I mean, you <laughs> definitely do. Yeah. You definitely need sight. <laughs> definitely you need sight. sight. You can't do it. You he might as well give it. up right now. But, yeah. I mean. He might as well just fall on his sword. Yeah. Damn, would be a shame, wouldn't it? Would be a shame. What a bummer. How far away, away is he? Is he making this at like... At reach range? Is he swinging from like 10 feet away? He is swinging from 10 feet away. That motherfucker. That's a big old sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I tried to do the... Yeah. Like, turn the tide because I I was like, he's big. You know he's going to have some big thing. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. But I don't even know if that's... Well, shit, he's got three actions, doesn't he? Yeah, it's crazy. Blah, blah. Scary as shit. Okay. Um, he's going to use his movement to walk over to one of the molten tubs of uh, hot metal. You How many feet him. is that? That is going to be 15 feet. You see him reach his gauntleted hand in there as if you were putting it in lukewarm water. And when he pulls it out, you see him carrying a large molten spear of hot metal. It's dripping with lava. He's going to launch it at E. He's going to do it at disadvantage. Because he's blinded. There's not a chance in hell he can hit me. Um, and <laughs> yeah, because ranged. he turned the tide. That's going to be a one. <laughs> he haphazardly tosses it across a stone floor, and it sort of melts into a puddle of hot lava. Oof. You know, I sort of thought you'd be bigger, but you're not. <laughs> and I wish I could say that I was here for you, but honestly... I'm more of here for uh, Kokiri. She's far more interesting than you could ever be. Oh. <laughs> Bird! Slings and arrows. You see him <laughs> grip his sword and clench his fist in a rage, and he smashes at the pool of lava, scattering his own face and hair in hot fire. 
He's a man-child. He is a man-child. Let's not forget that. Echo, it's your turn. Echo just, like, watches all this happen, and then you see her just, like, bring her hands together, but not, like, together, like, Gwydion does this, like, puts his hands, like, palms together. Mm -hmm. She, like, brings them in, like, claws, and you see the fire start to build between those hands, and she brings it out, and she's speaking in green. Does anybody speak green? Yeah. Yeah. So you hear it. Uh, she She's saying, uh, in the night and the frost, may the fire guard you. And she's going to use the ring, the ring that we had. Remember that we can change <laughs> yeah, spells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. She's going to cast Elemental Blast, but I'm going to change it to Elemental Beast. Whoa. That's fun. And <laughs> she just brings those hands out, like hands out to either side, and the fire builds and starts to form a shape. And I'll let Zach tell me what it makes. Whoa. What comes to what comes to her aid? You see clawing its way out of the ether this flaming panther. <laughs> this nice. figure of muscle, fast mid twitch muscle fiber you can see just beneath the fire. This thing crawls out and scatters itself onto the floor. Its back end sort of twist in front of it as it comes barreling out of this portal of fire that you formed and it whips a tail and bears its fangs also hot metal it's fire panther here fire panther what the fuck? fire panther is pretty fucking <laughs> um, sick how do we want to do this do we want to like have me have it do things or do you want to um it works as a as a, an animal companion um, i have all the rules for what a cat would be right here <laughs> Yeah, I guess where, that's where true. Is, where is on my shoulder? Old pride leg. He's right here, now. but I don't think this <laughs> yeah. thing counts as a cat in this instance. I'm trying to find the it companion section. It counts as a section. horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It counts as a goddamn dinosaur. Is what it counts as like a goddamn T Rex. Um, this is going to be counting as a uh, as a panther. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm assuming a you're, you're using the the war cat. Does the war cat mm-hmm. have claw? No. I think I think when we did the work hand, maybe we no. took away claw and just put no. stalk. You realize uh, that there's stalk and claw. So stalk you can follow without being seen. Um like you're completely undetectable, and then claw slash swipe is a range of five feet and it does a D4 damage. Okay, this is a it can also retrieve loose items. This is a panther made out of fire from hell. So I'm gonna actually apply the bear to this. Uh, that's, that's fair. Uh, size large bear, uh, bear can on your command as a free action. Make an attack roll against the creature within five feet on a hit. The target takes 1d6 damage on a critical hit. Targets become wounded. For this, I'm going to lock that wound as charred specifically since okay. this is a fire cat. Sounds good. You have fire cat. So he's going to move up to attack. Oh, it's a he. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking he. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking he. Okay. He's so, going to move up to attack. Um, Alamander. Leaving these like cinder, like smoking paw prints behind. And I'll, adds its way. I'll roll for his attack. And I mean, I guess it's not me, so it's not getting advantage, right? Uh, correct. Because I roll advantage on elemental attacks. Yeah, I would say this is not, not an advantage, yeah. I want to say it is an advantage, but it's not. Okay. 16? Um, 16 does not hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, but you've got a fire panther in his zone, so that's pretty cool. And then she is going to just immediately, she like takes a knee and puts her hand on the ground. 
And she is going to cast something else that I'm fucking with. I don't know what it's going to do at all. So this is all you. Um, she's casting brambles, but she's changing it to tramples. Oh shit, that ring. I forgot about that. Oh, no. <laughs> We're cashing yeah, all that shit off. in right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. Repeat what the fuck you just said. It's <laughs> tramples. So, and I'm casting brambles. So I'm like, the brambles are coming up, but like, I, I don't know. In my head, she's trying to make them like actually fucking do something instead mm. of just sitting there. Mm. Like they're going to whip at him and like try to bring him down. I like that a lot. Okay. So you've got this fire beast and as it, as it approaches and, and mauls at his armor, but doesn't seem to have an effect just beneath it, these hot black, like burning thick brambles that are like sapling sized erupt out. I'm going to make him roll against. I'm going to make him roll a uh, might check. So as on my to, spell DC. Yes. Okay. So as not to be restrained. Um, he, he rolled a 14. No, he is restrained. Um, and I think that what we're going to do is since he's here, um, he can get out of this, but while he's there, these are going to thump him. Yeah. Let's say two d six damage. Do you want to roll that? that? Yeah, I'll roll it. Uh, and since it was bit. since it was not an attack roll, I'm not adding claw or anything. It's just happening. So right. I think two d six is fair. Like this is a you're beefing up this bramble as much as you can. Right. You're like eight. dumping some magic. Uh, eight damage. Hmm. That's a good whop. Yeah. I whopped him. While um, really beating the living fuck out of this with this fire cat bramble rod <laughs> bear attack that you have going on um and i've already used my action so i can't like i was gonna say like are we alone or can i see anybody else in here there is kokiri above right um but that's it echo's going to try to take cover um i guess behind one of the pillars okay you're considered covered which one uh let me see the map real quick the um, p is for your panther okay Echo is going to move to the left and take cover between the sword hilt and that column. Okay, that's a plus three to your defense. Uh, it's Kokiri's turn. From the black mirrors comes an outstretched hand. It is black and looks like it is made out of metal. It is like a smooth gauntlet. It crackles with a harsh lightning. She's going to try and cast Bolt twice at Herbert. First attack roll. 17. 17 is going to hit. You need to make a will check. Okay, she will make a will check. That would really suck if you got blinded too. She <laughs> is a night ghost, so this will probably be pretty high. Night ghost. Uh, it's going to be an 18. Yeah, that passes. Whoa. That's right. So, Whoa, what's going on? Uh, go ahead I need to know how much damage that first attack does. So the bolt connects. An arc of black lightning is formed between Kokiri's hand and Herbert, and it maintains. First off, he's going to take 1d6. It is uh, two points of damage. Okay. That's it for right now. Okay. All right. So as a reaction, uh, two damage, you said? Yes. Okay. Well, it. I get three back. <laughs> No, oh, no. Okay, mm. so it ain't Thanks doing shit. Thanks, for helping so, Herbert uh, so much. I, I just get one health back. <laughs> That's awesome. Kokiri makes a good healer. <laughs> That's great. That's cool, man. Um, watch this, though. <laughs> 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 um, 
man. Here it is. I'm going to cast Enfeeble on you. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Or at least start to cast it. Oh, no. Um, it's going to take cool. four actions. She only has two left. So she will she will start that. Echo, you recognize what is happening. Um, you know she is making the motions with her left hand to cast Enfeeble. If it goes off, it's very bad news. You know she is targeting Herbert. And remind me again of where she is in relation to us. Is she... She's up in the sky. <laughs> she is okay. sort of half crawled into these mirrors or possibly dark holes up at the top of the ceiling. That's why I put her in the center. She's really on the ceiling. Okay. And two more actions. Basically, when Kokiri's next turn starts, Herbert will either win a, a wit check against her spell DC. A wit um, check for Enfeeble? Yeah. Okay. Um, We've or, done this before. Yeah. <laughs> or he will become a shell, essentially, in many ways. That brings us to E. It's Emerald Ether Hide. So, how tall are the ceilings? The ceilings are about 60 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she's 60 feet away. She is. This is actually a relevant question for the first time ever. Um, it's always relevant. In your long career. Thank you very much. <laughs> she's a night ghost right yeah some, whatever the there. fuck that means so I'm gonna take out that eye dagger and I'm gonna use sunbeam on her I'm sorry you take out the whaty and use a what what yeah so that eye dagger you gave me it says it does like a ray of light it does a sunbeam right oh, yeah I can choose to do a sunbeam or something else I didn't hold on to the something else because it didn't seem as important as sunbeam Okay. so I'm wow. gonna do that um, okay. Make a ranged attack roll. Been a while since I've done that. This is interesting. You will have to move up to Herbert and Gwydion to be able to reach her. That's fine. Okay. She's just hanging out of the ceiling, though, right? Yeah, but she's directly above you. E was still back by the elevator. So okay. where's Ezek and Norris? Ezek and Norris are by the elevator. So is Borda. They haven't gone yet. Okay, so you move up to 18. where... Herbert and ER, and you roll an 18. Her form compresses, almost implodes. You can feel like, you can hear the, the crunching of heavy metal as it crumples in on itself. The beam of light hits the mirrors and scatters around, all reflected. Her oh, visage is lost for a moment in this cloud of light that you formed. I need you to roll 3d6 points of damage. Whoa! And that spell is interrupted big time. I know how this game works. You're not going to feeble, but I'm going to... Ooh! Ooh, it's good! Yeah? 22 points of damage, Whoa. bitch! Whoa! 3d6? Yeah. 22 points of damage? 3d6? Yeah. 18's the max on 3d6. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. So, Look at I'm so stupid! No, you're not. Come on. You're just hyped. Okay, it's 17. It's okay, whatever. That's still like really yeah, yeah. damn. Yeah, it's still a fucking two, lot. Two sixes and a, and a five? five. Holy shit! Nice. Hell yeah. Um, you've really <laughs> fucked her up. She's she her image superimposed like a like a photograph is jerking around the mirrors, like trying to escape this light. Enfeeble is interrupted. Obviously, I'm going to roll her a will check to see if she can hold the bolt. That's a 17. I think she's going to make that. Fuck. The bolt is still going, but you've stopped Herbert from becoming something akin to these hooked figures around you. Some shell of a person now. Now, oh. I'm going to... I'm at the bottom of the round, right? Yes. 
Well, other than your companions, yeah. Okay. No, that's perfect. That's exactly where I want to be, so I can actually see what the fuck is going on. Now I'm going to take this dagger, and I'm going to throw it at the bubble that the sword hilt is in, so that it shatters for Mm -hmm. Echo to pick up. Mm -hmm. Okay, roll a range attack roll. 17. Nice. You launch dagger through the air. It shatters the glass and sticks into the stone wall behind it. Nice. The hilt, it kind of doesn't topple, but just turns and just sort of thunks onto the ground without bouncing. Thump. The sound it makes is like a, a muffled bell. There it is. The hilt of the sword. That'd be cool if you picked that up. <laughs> you just hear, mm, mm. Ezek says, I'm on it. I'll get it. Keep your position, Echo. It's a good one. Ezek is going to sprint, slide along, out of the bubble of light and wind that Gwydion's made, and wrap his threads in a sphere around the hilt. Fuck yeah. It Sick. forms into a bubble and disappears. Fuck yeah. Fuck Ooh. yeah. Mm, that's he what I love. Tucked that. it away. Yeah, that works. Tucked it away in a pocket dimension. Mm. Fuck yeah. I've yeah. got it. He puts a fist up. Nice. That's awesome. Magic boy crevice. Borda. And then Borda. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it in my magic boy crevice. It's all good. <laughs> Borda, you. go. And when he says that, Borda takes a running start. And you see her like lean down, um, almost mimicking the movements of your fire panther. And then leans back, kind of skids to a halt and uses the momentum and throws the, the pitchfork. pitchfork. The pitchfork soars through the air. <gasps> I got a 20. Yes. Um, Borda's pitchfork slams into Alamander's chest um, so fucking hard that you can see parts of the armor explode off uh, like it's shattered. The breastplate has uh, three little holes in it, and this pitchfork is is just buried inside his flesh. Norris panics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good, good job, buddy. Borda stands there tense next to your fire panther. You hear a yell out, muffled. Fuck you, pig. Uh, we're going <laughs> to go to Herbert Quinn Carver. <laughs> top of the round. All right. Top of the round. Uh, having been hit in the back mm. with that sick feeling mm. of uh, the beginnings of feeble and like the the burning itch of Bolt, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Herbert just stretches his shoulders and just walks in a line another 10 feet to be within five feet of Alamander. And behind him, Audible enough for the room. Says, what do I fucking say? Let's say something. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alamander, it's time for you to swallow your sins like white hot iron. And uh, I'm using the ability for Path of War. And anybody in the room that could hear me, I assume that's everyone, mm-hmm. has advantage on attacks on Alamander. Oh. Until Alamander's turn. So that's really just me and Gwydion. Mm, but yeah. still. The that's, Panther. Yeah, that's enough. Oh, no, Panther. Panther. Panther come between. Borda. Well. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. And uh, Are you sure it's not their next attack on him? You and Yalas who can see you make attack rolls with advantage until the beginning of the target's next turn. Mm, okay. Yeah. Be, okay. Okay. It, and that might you. be like an older thing, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. It behooves you to be lower in initiative for that, but yeah. It's fine. Okay. Fine with me. So, with that, he just reaches his left palm out 
and just you see a like white hot purple energy just oh, hit yeah. Alamander right in the back. Well, a tip too anyway. Mm. Casting mm. a ray. Mm. Okay. With advantage. Oh. So good. Alright. How's a 15 do? A 15, unfortunately, does not hit Alamander. It does not seem to affect him. It cascades off his armor. Let's try it again. I'll blow another two more mono. Okay. Ugh, still not as good. 12. Okay. He has an ability here I wrote down called Luster. I wrote it down seven months ago. Don't know what it does. I don't know what it does. Okay. Um, You blast him with the beam. It seems to fold off of him like light hitting a Mm. mirror. That's going to bring us to Gwydion. That was with advantage? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, my highest roll was a 13. Does just simply speaking, is that an action? No. No. First off, my villains make you uh, very real yeah. life angry. Zach, Zach's villains make me real life angry because Zach's my brother and he knows how to push my <laughs> buttons. And I think subconsciously he designs these villains to mentally wreck me. <laughs> subconsciously. So they get uh, me so wound up. Yeah. I, I so, think the things that bother me also bother you. Right. And then when you're thinking of these things like what's a good villain, it's mm. yeah, definitely. Question I guess, Gwydion, is what the fuck are you going to do about it? Oh, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, excited. So I'm still, I'm still pretty close to you, right? I'm still yes. pretty close. Yeah, to you're only ten feet away. Side okay, side. ten feet away. Cool, cool. Two okay, squad. two squad. <laughs> right. So Gwydion, first off, lowers his shield, brings his shield up. Shield is up now. <laughs> the shield is up. I'm <laughs> just stating that loud and clear. He's got I'm his shield it down. Out. Gwydion, okay. shield up. Okay. okay. So and then. Um, Gwynny's going to kind of glance around at everybody and then uh, he's going to say, I am the wind that breathes across the sea. I am a wave of the deep. I am the roar of the ocean. I am the stag of seven battles. I am the murmur of leaves rustling and I am the rays of the sun. I am the bud breaking into blossom. I am the God who fashions fire in the head. And then he's going to cast sea in mind. So until the end of the encounter... Everybody rolls advantage on roll and wit checks against magical effects. Fuck yeah. And at the end there, Gwydion's going, he's shield up and everything, and he's just going to say, Amrigan, if you can hear me, I need you here now. More than any other time, like back in that hut when I was a child. Gwydion, does that complete your turn? Yeah, I'm just holding. Okay. Got shield up. Okay. (laughs) Hell yeah. So cool. Alamander hears your voice, and... Your voice does not waver as he stomps in your direction. You hear him bellow out from the black and red mass of armor and hair. He says, Your trivial words will be no help in the field of might, blood, and iron bard. (laughs) Words have brought down way stronger kings than you. You are a joke of a king, and you will die this day by the hand of Herbert Quinn Carver, and you know this deep down to be true. So lean on your spirit like a crutch, weakling. <laughs> we will see how weak I am. He reaches out for you. Roll agility. Mm. <laughs> Why not? 20. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. 
G squad. I got three more actions left. Oh, that's cool, dude. You skitter around <laughs> underneath his feet um, like a fox. Roll agility again. He's trying to grasp out at you with these big, menacing mm. gauntlets. He wants to take hold of you. He wants to break your body. Mm. I Do I have one more action? Good question. Because I held, I did the thing. Yeah, you have another action. You have another action. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you want to do something in response to this? Yes. Okay. Let me find my dice. Okay. He will grab you at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's your plan? Um, Gordian, as he's darting around, he's like, you wouldn't be wasting so much time and trouble on little old me if I wasn't a threat, and you know it. And then he's going to cast Ooh. Renarding's trick and turn invisible. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Mm. Well, he's already blind. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's kind of pointless. But if I'm it's restrained, I can't be. I escape. He mm. just gets away. Yeah. 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 Mm. Or do you, I can still roll agility. No, I like this. Yeah. Um, I think that any hold that he would normally have on you would be impossible, right? Because of Renardine's trick. Just slipping you out become, of it. Yeah, you become immune to the restrained condition for the duration, which is one minute. And if I become restrained, um, I cast it off and any doors around me can be opened. So from, from Renardine's trick, from the, the fox marshal, from the village of the fox, from Amergen of the fox, uh, you're able to slip in and out of his grasp. He's just wasted two actions trying to grab you and has realized it is futile. He turns Small. into Herbert's direction. I suppose you will have to do instead. Um, Herbert, please roll agility. All right. Um, uh, it's going to be a 14. Okay. Oh, Herbert. remember, uh, he's restrained. Oh. Mm. He needs to spend an action to g- try and get out of this. I'm going to roll a might. Um, against your spell DC, Echo, to see if this even happens. Herbert has failed his check, but it's nullified if if he does not get out of these brambles. Okay. You would have to move to them, right? Um, How wide is that bramble area? Would I have been able to like walk up on it? I would say so. I would say so, yeah. With the, especially with the way I've altered it. Okay. It's a 16. Uh, no. Okay. So he is he is pulled back. I'm gonna I like the image in my mind of the way that goes down. Like he reaches out to grab him and like one of the vines like pulls oh, his arm back. Yeah. Um he's pulled back into the grass, the heart of this thing, this this uh this dark artichoke heart. <laughs> and uh you've you've all successfully from your efforts wasted his entire turn. Congratulations. Nice. Echo, it's your turn. Uh well first the Panther's gonna take a swipe. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, not an advantage. Are you sure? Because restrain or restrain for speed becomes zero. I don't know. I don't know. I think I would argue now that he's restrained that he would be rolling with advantage. I don't see why he would not be. Fifteen. His fiery claws uh, fruitlessly rip at King Alamander's armor. That All right. sucks major. Panther tried. And Echo starts again to like speak in green. And it's fun because Gwydion's here so I can say shit. She says, come, you harbingers of death. Come, come, feast upon the decay. And she's going to cast shock, but I'm changing it to flock. Stop spawning creatures. (laughs) (laughs) Stop Stop spawning shit everywhere. (laughs) You're going to crash the game, dude. In my head, (laughs) what's going on? You tell me if this is allowed, but it's flock and... 
uh, if anybody could see her, they would see her, that trench coat, like billows and crows fly out of it. And she points at Kokiri. Oh, shit. Uh, So they are going to swarm her, is what I'm aiming for. Yeah, that's going for hawks. Um, yeah, we're going to do Hawks here. Um, that's awesome. Do you want to roll an attack roll for these guys? Yes. Um, they shatter into the mirrors. Some of them break under the mirror's might. Mm -hmm. Others rip their talons. It's just this giant black swarm of, of these, these ravens. I imagine they're weird too, because they're probably fae. They're very fucked. They're like (laughs) fae wild crows. Um, E spots multiple eyes and red skin underneath the feathers. Uh, 14. A 14 will hit Kokiri. Okay. Hmm. And I think also what I'm hoping for is that like the swarm can like almost kind of block her in a way like that. It's she's being covered up by them. I'm really into it. Let's call her blinded for this round. And I'd like you to roll D six of damage too. Now, since that was an attack roll, do I add claw to it? Uh, or is it because it's the flock? It's it not is me. The flock that's okay. making the attack roll. Three. Okay, very spicy. It's the average. I'll take it. A few of these mirrors shattered. Break. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Josh? Nothing. What's Zach wrong? always says the same with these glasses, where he takes them off his face and then he cocks them way, way up where the glass <laughs> lenses are pointing down at the ground. Yet he's still facing directly at you. Yeah, he's doing it right and now. And it drives me absolutely insane. Wrong, guys. All the time. Everything's fine. Um, okay, fantastic. Um, Echo, is that going to end your turn? I think you have another action. She has another action. Cool. I'm going to turn. She like peeks around this pillar at Alamander. He's, and ra- he's just fucking lashing around with the sword in his fist. He's got a pitchfork sticking out of his chest. He's fucking on fire. Um, Herbert and Gwydion are up in his face, dancing around his feet. Hex. Ooh! <laughs> Gross! Stop! <laughs> so he's down two actions. Okay, nice. So he's a normal character. He's just a mortal man. <laughs> okay. You see his form twist at the waist, and, and he seems to grab his stomach, convulsing back and forth, bumping against Herbert and Gwydion, racking against Gwydion's shield. Okay, cool. And uh, she's going to maintain her cover. You see the flock is cascading around her mirrored form, the hands coil in and around. She's going to do the bolt on Herbert. That's still going. Uh, five points of damage your way, Herbert. Okay. And then roll your... <laughs> roll your healing. Your ship yeah, right as back. As long as that healing outlines. You mind rolling that D4, mm-hmm. Joshua? What'd you get? One. Okay. So I only take two points of damage. Okay. Very nice. Damn, sucks to suck, Kokiri. Um, Kokiri then is going to let out this strange thing, this sound that's both high and low that you can see like a black wave of light um, Mm. ripple out in one coarse band, like a serpent being ejected out of the mirror and down towards Gwydion. Gwydion, um, she's cast curse on you. Oh, no. There's no save for this. You are corrupted. No, there's not. Hmm. Um, I'm going to roll on the corruption tables. She's a witch. Mm. She has witch spells. I'm going to roll a uh, 
It's always me. I'm always the one getting poisoned. Have you noticed that? I'm always You're poisoned dead. or like corrupted with something. It's because yep. you made yourself a fucking threat. Welcome to the tower. You are a threat against magic things specifically, and I think they know that. Um, yeah. Woody, I would actually like you to roll this corruption, please. Can oh, you please roll fun. a d20? It'll be really fun for you. Yeah. You'll love it. One. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Cool. Zach did so, uh... He just lost his fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't even know how to play that, though. <laughs> Whoa, Gwydion. Your vision goes dark. Consciousness goes dark. The weight of the shield falls. Your body slacks. The two fingers resting on the crimson sword. They morph into something twisted and long, far away from you. They were reflections of your people. They were etchings, memories. Now it's just a cold stone that you don't understand. Gwydion stands slack-jawed, limp, but still in the center of this torrent of a battle. Chaos storms around him. He is not here. It's the end of Kokiri's turn. Emerald Aether Hyde. Cool. Oh, God. So I'm right here by Gwydion. I am not um, a magical healer in any way, shape, or form. I am a fucking doctor, so um, <laughs> that sucks. But I'm going to kneel down next to Gwen because I'm assuming I see him just like yeah. The lights are off in there. Yeah. And he's going to kneel down and take out the foxglove flower that was Gwen's mother's. And I'm going to take it and press it into his hand and put his hands around the crystal sword. I'm going to say, all right, this is fine. Just deep breaths and try to focus on who you actually are. And you're right here and you're with us. And um, I'll stay right here with Gwydion. Um, Would you count that as an action? I would count that as an action. I would. Cool. What else I got in my bag? Um, damn, this blows. I'm going to... I have a bladed boomerang. I'm going to throw it up at Kokiri. I'm going to start smashing these fucking mirrors. Okay. Make an attack roll ranged. 16? 16 hits. Your boomerang flies up past the flock and destroys one of the mirrors. You hear a shriek. It echoes and muffles as you stand with Gwydion holding his tiny shoulder. You can see his hand run along the foxglove. His eyes are glazed over. A single tear like silver leaks off to his cheek. No words spark on the poet's lips. How, a turn of How much Quinn damage Carter. does the boomerang do? Um, that's a good question. Can you roll 1d6? Two. <laughs> Didn't need to note that. I know a mirror was broken, but I do need to note exact damage, so I appreciate you. The battle rages on between you <clears> and Gwydion <throat> as you look at him. It's the turn of Herbert Quincarver. All right. Oof. All right. So Herbert sees this, and uh, you can just see fury in his eyes. It has not left him. He, uh, he walks towards Gwydion. Uh, as he does, you can see the uh, the hor- uh, was it the hand of Horus. Is that mm. what it's called again? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Reaches out and uh, allows Herbert to quaff a greater mana potion. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm. And that's a D eight, right? Yeah. Good. That's easy. Nice. Do you still have Lester's right on? No. Damn. Yeah. Nope. Rants. All right. Cool. That's just enough. So that's going to give me three mana back, which gives me just enough mana. Herbert comes over and kind of like 
around the sword. Like if, if E standing in front of Gwydion pushes him out of the way and then just reaches his hands around the sword and you can see his hands like glow. He says, Gwydion, do not forget your fight. Amagen is here. You have too much to do to let go now. And I cast Restore. So that's all corruptions and wounds gone. So I don't know if that's going to work or not. What do you, we'll what do you think? Is that going to do anything? You hear the words. No, feel the words of Herbert make sense in your head and bounce off the back of your skull. And where it hits, it feels soft like fox fur, like the flower in your hand. And then you feel yourself harden, your muscles tense. You feel like the sword now. And you can see something in the sword. You can see memories in the sword. And they're dancing and they're laughing and they're crying and they're holding each other. And a flash of recognition courses through your mind and the old words of your people start to flow again and you're back in an instant, back in the fight. Oh, thank God. Sweet. I had just enough mana to cast that. I had only just enough. Jesus Christ. Out of eight, I got three mana back and that was enough for the four mana I needed. Oh, damn. Okay. So you're out of mana? I'm out of mana. Okay. But I'm like right here. I've got my hands on the side of your face and I'm like... Okay. Damn. Oh, man. Okay. And I'm out of actions, so that's my turn. Okay. Woof. Your vision comes to focus, Gwydion, and you see something behind Herbert. It's like double vision for a second, two shaved heads. You see some sort of familiar figure, often obscured by the fog of battle, way off. She's holding a shield. She taught you. She taught you how to fight. The fight you will do. Herbert, do you have any actions left? No, that was some, yeah, that was it. Two actions. Okay. It's the turn of Gwydion, Foxglove. Oof. So Gwydion like kind of shakes awake Herbert. And then he just kind of says that. And then he reaches out a hand and grabs you by the shoulder, just kind of smiles. And then he says, when the woad has run off your skin like blood and shields are rendered to dust. Rise once more to hail me. When you awaken to those final cursed days, where cowards wear cracked crowns, rise once more to hail me. When you are old and grasping for memories, a forgotten warrior, rise once more to hail me. Don the helm of Orphos. He kind of just like raises up the crystal sword and he's going to cast Lift the Spirits so that fully gives everyone a full rest, health, mana, all that's We're back. Fuck yeah. Says, it's good to be back, Herbert. Thank you. Mm, you are needed. Oof. There's a racking of shields all around you. It's those memories they've come to they've come to aid you, Gwydion. Come to bring you back. Gwydion, do you have any actions left? It's really powerful right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That shit's intense. That means um, it's Alamander's turn. No, I'm I'm good. It didn't cost me any actions. It's an inspiration. Oh. So it costs one action to do. So wait, you do have actions? I have one action left. Okay. And movement. Yeah. So as that's happening, I'm right there with Herbert. Same positioning. Alamander's in front of us. You are. He's laughing. He's laughing hysterically at this outrageous display. Okay. And Kokri's right above me. You're correct. How okay. far up again? 
from them, uh, he they are they are directly sixty feet to Kokiri because the, Kokiri is right above them, sixty okay. feet high. Yeah, Gwenin doesn't have anything really more to say. He's just gonna. He's already got his sword like up, you know, held up kind of towards Kokiri, mm-hmm. and he just kind of straightens his arm up all the way. He's just going to kind of under his breath. Gwenin just re- starts reciting everybody's lost. Then kind of just looks up at Kokiri. And then he's just going to cast composition on everyone. If it's okay, I'm just going to decide to do determined for everybody so everybody gains advantage on their next three attack rolls. Okay. That's huge. Okay. Fuck, yeah. Um, And he's going to kind of train his eyes up on Kokiri, and he's just going to be like, your days are numbered. The dawn's coming. Today's your last day. That's it. I don't know if that does anything, but he's trying to focus in on Kokiri and focus on the memories of everybody that's died especially Beatrice right now. Mm. And that's all he's got. Okay. It's kind of a, a gestured threat. I'm, I'm done. Okay. Salamander's turn. He has two actions because of the hex. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bring him low. Okay. Okay, he's going to try to maim. Yeah. I Aren't think great. I think that's all he can do. I mean, it is good for you because he's still doing it at a disadvantage, I think, because of the yep. blindness. He's going to do a maim, and then he's going to do a power attack. He's going to do them both at Herbert. He's guffawing at you. You can see Dark Spittle coming out. He's got this massive blade. Okay. I do have a question. Is yeah. he moving out of these uh, bramble things going on? Not without making a check. I don't think he is. He's got a 10-foot reach. You guys are closer to him. I, I think he's not He's not grabbing. He's using his weapon. So okay. he would be able to attack okay. out of this. Just checking. Disadvantage. Still a plus five, so he's got an okay chance. Um, Herbert, um, that's going to be a 13 to hit. Uh, that doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. That slams into the cold stone, scattering it. Herbert just sidesteps. He's going to do it again. <laughs> he's going to do it again. I think this uh, is for his power attack move. Um, might be a hit at a 22. Yeah. Disadvantage. Uh, yeah, that'll get through. Jesus. Finally, just barely. Just barely. This made me think of that one time you said to me, "Does a thirty-six hit your AC?" (laughs) God. Okay, for the sword that's two D eight. What does power attack do? Yeah. What does that do? D (laughs) six. Each time you use a skill, the target can make an attack roll against you as a reaction. Whether or not this attack hit leaves you defenseless. He is so enraged. He's swinging so carelessly. Um, I'm going to throw down this power attack on you. It's going to be a total of uh, 10 points of damage. Okay. Not as bad as it could be. All right. Well, well, let's see. Six. Pretty gnarly, but... All right. So that's going to be... That would do five into my actual HP. It's holy armor. I don't actually get that health back. I'll make sure to make a note of that. Right, when right. I did heal that one point earlier, I didn't actually heal it because okay. I can't heal holy armor. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So that would be five into my HP, but I'm still going to be able to, as a reaction, nice. regain another D6 and D4 of health. So let's see. Would you still be able to regain the D4? Because technically Gwydion went unconscious. Yeah, went unconscious. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it's just a D6. <laughs> I'm oh. that back up. Is that it? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're bringing that yeah. back up. Okay, exactly. that's fine. Well, I still get the D6. <laughs> okay. So, okay. You've got four rounds left on the D6. Yes, yes I do. So I'm going to only take four damage from that. Okay. Nice. Very nice. As he shoves his blade into your side, and you take this this harm, and you can feel blood well up in your mouth, 
you realize that he is leaned over, pulling against the brambles, his left arm out in a display of, of egotistical showiness. He's very wide open. You can attack as reaction here um, because of this power attack and because it is an attack roll. If you were to make it, if you want to make it, you'd be rolling with advantage because mm-hmm. of Gwydion's determination, need I remind you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to attack this guy? Okay, so is this uh, an opportunity for an attack or an action? Uh, an attack roll. An attack yeah. roll. Okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead and Might as well just bop him with that bat. Yeah, mm-hmm. so with advantage. Okay, 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 okay. All right, that was a 10. Oh. Nope. Slam against his armor. It is fruitless. Um, mm. The bat rings out like you're hitting a gong. Okay, that's going to bring us to Echo. Echo sees all this happen, and as she feels like when she sees Gwydion come back and she feels that that rush of energy back in because she heard his words, so she feels that rush come back. Immediately, that bow just appears in her hand, and she's going to pull back and fire up at Kokiri, but that's all flavor because she's casting a spell. Um, <laughs> she is casting <laughs> flame, okay, uh, and I'm changing Spasty. it to flare. I'm launching a flare up in Kokiri's oh. face. Oh man! So you That's fire this great. arrow, and it sinks into the middle mirror. And when it does, it just erupts in this a light like like a like a a stick of fuming fireworks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the light begins to shatter and reflect around these mirrors. You can see some of them crack and fall. This dusting of reflective silver comes raining down onto the battlefield in slow motion. How many mirrors are left? Yeah. Just this one. I would like you to roll 2d6. Damage? That means mama's yeah. coming downstairs next. <laughs> these mirrors shatter and this rain seems to supernaturally be pretty consistent now. The air is filled with a silvery fog of specks of this mirror that are broken and hang in the air. There's a loud, wet thump as a dark figure lands on the cold stone in the middle of the battlefield and uncoils like a dying spider in reverse. Her metal head is so heavy it scrapes against the ground, but as her crooked black spine begins to straighten, it lifts itself up. Um, She's here in front of you. All light in the, in the room seemed to be drawn to her, casting long shadows in reverse. The candles go out. Now there's just a soft glow of the molten metal. Cool. She's here. Great. You have another action. I do. I think with that, I think Echo honestly like looks over at E. I give you a thumbs up. And then <laughs> Echo turns and she snarls at Kokiri and casts Lacerate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, congratulations. You've reached, I guess, stage two of my fantasy, Final Fantasy boss fight. <laughs> she takes seven damage. Okay. Wait, from fucking what? Lacerate. Oh, lacerate. <laughs> like zoned. <laughs> <laughs> the shit she just did. <laughs> she fell down. Duh. Hey, actually, that's a great point. Does she take fall damage with six? I guess she would. Um, the nice. <laughs> yep. Eight, nine. 10 points of fall damage. Plus 7 from Lacerate. 17 points of damage her way. It's going to look. 
the harder they fall or something like that. You know? Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> the harder they fall, the bigger. And roll might. They fall. What? No. <laughs> Stop. Okay. The harder they the 28. Holy fucking shit. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about a spiritual entity from hell. Okay. Wait, what? Roll the 28 on the might save. Okay. Well, I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit there. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> well, let me let me tell you. I thought I thought he did something and that was damage and I was like, "Well, we're fucking toast." Oh, like just wait. I'll wait. I'll wow. wait. I'll wait till we kill her. That I'll makes wait. me feel really good right now. Okay, so she's not bleeding. Um, okay. Um, Echo is going to maintain her cover. Okay, that's probably a good idea. Uh, it's Kokiri's turn. I felt that. Uh, she crawls along the ground like some sort of disjointed spider. She's mm. digging her long black metal talons into the stone. Okay. She comes in your direction and claws around the top of the column to where she's above you and then reaches down with a long hand in an attempt to uh, slash at you. She's going to slash twice. Oof. Do you get cover if she's in your cover? Uh, uh, <laughs> cover. Creatures that are covered again have plus three bonus to defense. Um, I'm going to say yeah because like you are still behind this column. You have something you can skirt behind. And yeah. Run. So uh, first attack. Um, it's going to be a 21. Remember, you have a plus three year defense. Uh, that does hit. Okay. Second attack. Natural one. Very cool. Um, from the first claw, the only claw that hits you, please take... Oh. Please take 14 points of damage. Ooh. Now, bear in mind, you need to get some health back. That's yep. right. Um, you feel her rip into your chest as if she's reaching into your heart. It feels cold and... Really, you don't feel pain. There's just damage left behind. How much yeah. damage was that total? 14. 14. Okay, well, uh, you only take eight. And do oh, I get anything cool. from Gwydion? Not yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I take eight damage. Yes. That could have been worse. Okay. 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 That's two actions. She has a third. Hey, can we hex this bitch literally like as soon Ooh. as possible? Uh, the hex is on Alamander. Mm-hmm. Um, I can oh, drop fuck. that hex, though. Her other action, she is going to... She's got choice here. She reaches her other claw over to Alamander. Says, it's time to stop playing games, son. And clenches a fist. And you see, out of black fire, this weird, twisted eye form in the front of his face, like at his forehead. And through it now... You can st- you can see that he can see. He looks around, gathers in the light, the dim light from the molten lava. He is still restrained by the brambles. I hope to take care of that next turn, but he is still restrained. Hang on, bro. Did he take damage last round from these? Yes. No, he from the brambles. Like, I mean, he would have, right? I mean, he, he I... needs to do that. Can you please roll two d six on Alamander? Ten. And then roll it again because it's this round. Sorry. So, yeah. Ten. Five. Okay. Fifteen points. Nice. Very nice. Okay. The the brambles thunk into him, almost destroying his armor now. You can see pale flesh underneath come off in chunks. Okay. Um, it's Emerald Ether Hyde's turn. Uh, Madeline is sweating. I'm actually not sweating. Hmm. I'm thinking. 
We meant it more like metaphorically. I think I am going to start taking some punches at Alamander. So Fury of Blows is two stamina, and as a free action, I can make three attacks. That's right. So that's what I'm going to do first. Okay, you run up to Alamander. Oh, wow, the first one's a one, so that sucks a lot of dick. Oh, wait, <laughs> no, it's not, because I have advantage on attack. Oh! Um. That's right, yeah. Oh, shit. So, 17 for the first hit. On Alamander? Mm-hmm. It's not going to hit. Fuck! Um, you slam your big meaty fist up against his armor. <laughs> I thought that old man would have taught you better. What can you do, nephew? What can you do against this? Is an 18 hit? An 18 hits. All right, there it He's is. He's got 18 defense. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So, first one. That's one fucking point of damage. <laughs> You slam him in the face. You see an arc of blackened blood fly across the oh, room in the dark. <laughs> okay. 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 So this is my third one with advantage, and this is still a free action. Just saying this out loud so we can keep up with what I'm about to right. do here. Yeah. That one just doesn't fucking hit at all. Your so, fist, boom, 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 up against the breastplate. I fucking hate him. So now, so now, as an actual action, I'm going to use two more stamina to have two more attacks. Okay. Oh my gosh. <sighs> he kind of motions with his free hand, like, beckoning you. Oh! I know. I know it. Oh, it gets me. I have to do fucking better. What will you do? I rolled a 14, so nothing. Boom, boom, boom. <sighs> and then a 16. I can see you're applying effort. <laughs> I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. I'm 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 trying. I decided that I would start trying now. So now I still have one action. Yeah. I'll let your mother know that you tried your hardest. Now I'm gonna do something very dangerous. Okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Justin silently nodding. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to take out, I'm going to take out a vial of crystal dragon fire and I'm going to throw it at him. Okay. I was a splash in his face. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I don't make this fucking attack roll. Yeah. I'm. You still get it with advantage though, right? Nope. Oh, you've already used this. Oh, I am. I'm far past that. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not either, man. I'm just like absorbed in my own spell. A natural 20. (gasps) Oh. Sweating. <laughs> I'm like empathetically upset for you over here. I just about cried every time yeah. you didn't roll. I was like, so fucking He like pummeling, like, bam, 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 and not getting through. Right. He's like, it's not God. good enough. And then you whop him. You take a step back, and as your people have almost always relied on things, the, the aspects of the world, their knowledge utilized in a fashion to do good. You dig around in your bag, you take out the fire, and you splash in his face. (laughs) His head, his hair, that black cloak, that black hood of hair and beard, burst into rainbow fire. Nice. And he stumbles around against the, the pole of the brambles, smashes his head on the stone where the molten metal is. Whoa. The eye of flame flickers for a moment. Can you please re- roll uh, 5d6? What, what the, the fuck? fuck? 
<laughs> With pleasure. <laughs> what are you, Chick-fil-A ploy? Yeah. <laughs> Time to set your face on fire. My pleasure. <laughs> Some fucking waffle fries with that? I want waffle fries. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Man, oh man. Now this one's 21. (laughs) And now, you're ugly. 21 points of damage? Yes. Always be cunning and full of tricks. (laughs) Oof. Ugh. Man. I put a lot of stamina on that, and I'm really fucking upset that I, like, didn't land any of those. That makes me want to... I'm upset, cry. but also not, because that was one of the coolest scenes Oof. I think I've ever witnessed in our games. Oh, that was really it's, cool. It's pretty good. Norris really needs to do something. That would be... I'm actually going to say, hey, Norris! Quit pissing your britches. I'm gesturing. You say that, and you turn around, and you see that he's been probably in this state for a while. He's hovering in the air. Cool. <laughs> he's hovering with his feet flat, probably about an inch off the ground, as his neck is twisted in a weird shape he's kind of mm-hmm. angled his head down it seems like he's focusing on something his, his hands are steepled in front of him and he's going to uh blast kokiri with a concentrated beam of hot white hard light hell yeah thank you does he get advantage on this determination yes i mean he was in the room it's it's all allies range attack on this motherfucker advantage oh Come on. Uh, that's a gonna hit. Uh, oh, that's a gonna uh, hit. That's a gonna be a big L hit. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 I'm so fucking scared. The laser of white light <laughs> streaks around as if it was etching something in her body, and she falls off the column in in a twisted mass. She's shrieking and bending her back, and s- you can hear the snapping of bones that aren't bones. Mm-hmm. The light is casting around her, and when it stops and he lands on his feet and crumples into unconsciousness Damn. you can see there's just this long white scar that zigzags around her body she's going to take 3d8 of damage Woo! Mm. Uh, norris is definitely out of the fight hey that's mm. fine she's taken 13 points of damage i would say how's she looking but i don't think i don't have any fucking frame of reference for how something like this would look um yeah. ugly smelly yeah. Fucking horrifying. Harry? Last time I fought something like this was 50 years ago. <laughs> Herbert. Quinn Carver. All right. Herbert's still standing in the middle of the room. Uh, slowly walks towards Kokiri and uh, Alamander. He is. He has his teeth in in this fight and he is not letting go. And he, he bellows out, Fools! Can you see your hubris blinds you? Can you not see Orphos in this room? Can you not understand that I am the harbinger of your end? And uh, so I'm actually using the ability harbinger. So, Fuck uh, yeah. Uh, there's not really a save for it. They're terrified. They're, uh, so any attacks made towards Herbert from this point on until their next rest, which is probably going to be their final rest, <laughs> is making disadvantage on Herbert. And that's a free action. Nice. And uh, with that, uh, Herbert mutters under his breath, Oh, folks, guide my hand. And he swings his bat around his head, and you see it shine with a bright white light, and he just slams it into the side of Kokiri. Smite. Okay. Woo! Okay. Um, smite his bitch. That's going to be a smite. Yeah! <laughs> whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. All right, first one, that's going to be a 13. That's a smite. Nice. All right, so that is automatically a critical. 
Stop. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. So let's go ahead no. and roll, roll damage first. Mm, mm, that's a shame, isn't it, Zach? Mm. Stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's going to be 12 damage. Whoa. And you see it just explode. <laughs> It blinds the same way that, like, his vest does. Oh, well, I love that. You know, not yeah. mechanically blinding. Uh, she needs to make a might check, though. I know she's got pretty good might. But, uh, yeah. I don't think she can make a might if she's dead, Herbert. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! yes! You! Oh. Herbert, please describe the end of this horrible creature. Oh, I think that uh, this, oh. this black, wicked visage doesn't even stand up to the full weight of the swing. Mm. And as Herbert brings it through, it just passes cleanly through the torso mm. of Kokiri and just screams and withers. She's nothing but a, a blackened husk now. She was once some alive shadow. Now she looks like a dormant statue. It looks as if she's always been here, torn in two cleanly by the light of Orphos, like a monument to him. In a way, you built something. You are a laborer, after all. Mm -hmm. Alamander is scared. His head is on fire. One leg is covered in black brambles that twist and churn and burn at him. The other is clawing away the metal against stone, trying to get out. There is no way to get out. Herbert, do you have any actions left? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Stop. Fucking end him. <laughs> no. Stop. All right. Stop it. Let's just see. Mm -hmm. Alamanda, are you ready for your end? I'm going to roll to smite Alamanda. Yes. Mm -hmm. 13. Not 13 good enough. does not hit. Not good enough. There is no coy reply now. There is not really anything. Mm -hmm. The dull thunk of your bat lands hard and heavy against his chest. He still stands. There is something at the core of his being, deep in his heart. He does not want to give up this ground. He know he he knows he has lost in some ways, but he cannot help but to to resist it. All right, cool, Gwydion. What's your what's your, what's your plan? Location wise, am I near Herbert still? Yes. Okay. And would you say I'm right next to him? Uh, yeah. Okay. I am going to just kind of side glance Herbert. And I'm going to give him my last inspiration die using Scald so he can mm. use it on an attack roll. Mm. And then, you know, shield up. You're on your last inspo, huh? That's it. No, I don't have any now. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to throw my spear at him. Okay. That's all, that's all I really it's can do. Crystal right spear, now. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think that's a pretty good move. Can you make an attack roll? Is it at advantage? Determination? Um, I, I don't I don't get any benefit from any of the stuff I cast, sadly. Huh. So okay. I never get anything like that. <laughs> so but um I wanna note that I'm trying to restrain him slash like disable him. Okay. I'm not trying to kill him. I'm trying to get him, you know, prone or something. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I yeah, I was just thinking that I wanna like just say that for the record. Anything I'm doing to Alamander, yeah, she's not trying to kill. You know she's what? trying to to subdue yeah y'all should just fucking kill him just fucking kill him hell no instead i'm going yeah gwinian raises back his spear like he's gonna throw it and then he kind of brings it down and then he he kind of grabs the spear with his you know between his armpits so he has a free hand and mm -hmm. he reaches his hand out and casts chrysalize on his feet Ooh, that's interesting that cost me nothing so he's considered encumbered oh yeah okay 
Fuck yeah. Huh. So, what does Encumber do, uh, do again? Um, Reduces movement speed, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Become 20. I mean, he's currently restrained, so this will even solidify that. Okay. Yeah. I don't um, think I have anything left, but yeah. That's going to bring us to Alamander. He's got two actions. He can see. You better mm-hmm. do something good. Mm. Still got my shield up. What I really <laughs> want to do is sword rain on you guys, but I think that Alamander is in such a fit of rage He's just going to try and grab out at Herbert and and attack him. He's going to do it twice. Mm. First time, Mame. Okay, that's going to be a 19. 19 hits. Um, I guard. Oh. My shield's up. Gwydion steps in front of you and Mm. deflects a blow. Yeah, it doesn't hit. It's nothing. That that adds to his defense, doesn't it? Yeah. That doesn't deflect. We're not playing Zag. We will be soon. Wait, what does it bring your defense to? It would add uh, the bonus for your shield to my total defense, right? Right. Yeah, so that's plus two. That only brings me plus up. Plus four. Oh, plus four. Right. Oh, then that's 19 exactly. Yeah. There we go. Doesn't hit. Oh, oh shit. Next one. I thought it was only a plus two. No, that's why I was so mad that I didn't say I had my shield up at the beginning of yeah. the encounter. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one is going to be a 23. Yeah, that's, yeah okay. that fucking hits. All right. All right. <laughs> Fine. Gwydion, you feel your shield buckle as you're tossed to the side. Okay. This is going to hit. It is going to be a maim. Wouldn't I take that maim, though, because I guarded? Mm-mm. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and Gwydion thinks that to himself. He's like, Gwydion has a moment there, like, as that shield's hitting, he thinks of Beatrice, and he's like, this is my job. Well, you know? you, you, no, it doesn't hit. It. No, I not Yeah, it. Herbert still takes it. What? That's so... No. <laughs> I object. Yeah. I mean, I'm guarding. So if it mm. blows through, wouldn't that take my... I don't know. Well, that was Sorry, so, I'm splitting that was, hairs. I'm arguing with the DM. That was the you. first strike. Oh, um, this gosh. is the second. Herbert, I need you to roll a mic check. Please. Uh, well, that's a 15. Okay. Um, congrats on not becoming wounded. Hey, I'm not worried about wounds. You take... Uh, Jesus. Uh, 11 points of damage. Okay. Um, well, from and this. I've still got... What? Two more rounds? Two more rounds. Two more rounds. Take 11 points of damage from this nasty sword gash, and then you heal. As a reaction, mm-hmm. Herbert just glows. So that's going to be, let's see, you said 11, to- 11, 11 total? You got it. All right, so that's only six. Nice. It's almost over. You feel the sword cut into you, and the light, the fire, heals the wound up. Echo. How far away am I from them right now? I'm over by the pillar. You are 30 feet away from them. Echo steps out from behind the pillar, like just full height, and just walks towards this melee, and she casts Lacerate on Alamander. Very sick. I need to roll my check. He takes seven damage. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> Is that not a to hit roll or anything? That's fucking rad. It's, it's a big spell. I, yes. Like, <clears throat> you see wounds spread across his body. He rolled a 13 on the mic check. He's bleeding, and <laughs> she sees it lash across him, and the blood flare out, and then she just goes, and the blood alights in flame. <gasps> nice. He drops to his knees as you cast blood burn. He is on fire now. His head first, now the whole of him. He is becoming a black husk. And she leans down, and she goes, do you know who I am? He looks at his hands on fire. The gauntlets, the massive gauntlets. Even on his knees, he's at head level with you. Who am I? Hmm. And she just 
steps back. Kokiri's dead. Emerald Etherhide. Yo, <laughs> what up? You know, sure, I couldn't hit you, but I threw some flame at you, and now you're ugly as sin. And I mean, like, look at you. And you said, like, six times, I'm going to deliver your body to your mother. But, you know, at least I've got one. And then I'm going to go (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to... A literal burn. A literal burn. He's actually going to burn cream. Cut Kokiri's throat. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Thank you. Because I was was sitting there thinking, I would. (laughs) Cut the thread. Kokiri is gone forever. You have another action left. I don't need it. I'm good. Herbert Quinn Carver. How's Alamander actually looking? Alamander is he's looking, on fire. Well, I know he's on fire, <laughs> but like... He's bleeding. He's know, on fire. His blood's bleeding. His, his feet is like rocks. Got rock <laughs> feet. But how does he look? I mean, like... He is melting in slag. You see that black eye of fire starts to flicker out his actual eyes blind looks down at his hands he looks up to you unseeing who am i alamander in this moment you have the opportunity to lay down that sword and become a penitent man he lays down the sword but you don't see the fight leave him he's about your height now on his knees he's on fire He is a man on fire. It reminds you of someone else. You hear a voice whisper from behind you. Do you see me now? You watch as he burns away into a pile of slag. There's only a gasp of light left in him. How do you end it? So I think that Herbert rounds the back of him, pulls out that silver dagger that he has, and with two hands, brings it straight down at the bottom of his neck into his spinal column. Just quick death. Mm. He was once a hero. He deserved that. We'll see you guys next time.